It's time. This is what we've been waiting for. Time for the Saturday run. We're ready to go here. For Hard Yakka, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Saturday afternoon footy. Looking forward to North Melbourne and Brisbane from Metricon Stadium. Before we get there, we're going to be chatting to Mitch Duncan about a powerhouse cat's performance last night. Fat pole vaulted in here today. Fair dinkum. I've never seen a man happier with himself. He's had bugger all to do with it, oh, but he thinks he has. Oh, so we're going to have to put up with his crap for the next hour and a half. Also, Dane Zorko, we speak to. The line's going absolutely superbly. And after a quiz that's gone into the vault as arguably yes. the worst segment uh, radio football seen in the last 20 years. Guess what, Jim? Somehow it's made its way back. Oh, because back. it's popular. Sabotage last it week. It was. But very, very popular. So, with the folk out there, Jim. Okay, so how... how you're how aloof. You're aloof. Brian's aloof and cranky. And Damien, I'm not sure about you and your stupid white T-shirt. Fat, how are you going to make sure today when people ring for the quiz that they don't just go, Hi, Bill. Sandy, Sandy Roberts. Don't mention it, Jim. I wasn't going to mention that <laughs> because guess what they'll do there? If they do that, they just get bonked straight away and we don't play with them. Right. No, exactly. yeah. Fair enough, enough to. Yeah. yeah. But that, we don't want to get sabotaged. It's a very good quiz. There's 10 very good questions there. But it's great to be with you, Dark, and you, Damio, Damo. And it's not Monday. Oh. It's not Tuesday. It's not even Friday. Guess what today is? What? Brian Day. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Brian. 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 Uh, yes. oh. Purchased every block on Media Street, Brizzle. <laughs> yes. Let's uh, move on. Oh. Now, no, 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 no. Let's we, do a we're all quiz. aware of Hamish McLaughlin, aren't we? Yeah, who superb. writes a, a lovely double page interview in the Herald Sun. And, yeah, he got desperate. And we all love it. Someone and, pulled out. And is it out oh, yet, Brian? Or is it's it just gone up online. No, it's just it's gone, gone online. online. I actually don't know what you're talking and about. And, Brian, you. You are doing a double page, oh, a double page in the Herald Sun. Boy, oh boy, what a life. <laughs> and it's from you growing up at Mandra sliding doors. The phone call, the change, BT's, BT's life, life forever. forever. <laughs> and it's, it's all about his life, the move from Richmond to Collingwood, regrets from his playing career and finding his way into a, the media. What about the modelling shot up against oh. the wall? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the ripped jeans. <laughs> Shitty old runners, ripped jeans. How long is this going to go for? <laughs> as long as it takes, Brian. And the feathers have been done. <laughs> but it, it's got a lovely shot of the family there, oh, which yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We, we do love that. And Tanya, of course, yeah. how she's held the family together because you haven't, Brian. I actually got a photo of him there without the mo. I know. Oh, with the, and, no moustache. And and one when he's playing basketball, because he tells us how good a basketballer <laughs> he was it, back in the If you look at his technique, it doesn't look that good. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the technique, oh. you'll notice it's a left-handed layup. Oh. <laughs> i tell you no. what... Uh, that, what got you, Jim? i tell you what the uh, non-mushtark photo <laughs> told me, Damo. Yeah. And that is that when BT claimed last year that there was a physical reason why he had to have a moustache, <laughs> yes, there actually <laughs> isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, he did say that. Uh, and also, uh, growing up in uh, Mandra, he was a bit wild and naughty, he said. He yeah. said, I was, that's a quote, I was a bit of a rebel and How a bit naughty. How do you think this segment's going? It's falling a bit flat. I was, no, I was no, hanging no, out. Yeah, it's going beautifully, beautifully. Are just warming up? I was hanging out on the streets too much, and I'd stay out under the bridge fishing till 6am. I don't know what he was fishing for, that's to it. be honest. What about the reference to the, um, the brothel in St Kilda, Bill, when he oh, was a, a plumber? No. Oh, yes, went around there, and he uh, yeah. wasn't sure. There was all these fancy coloured lights, and he was from Mandra. He didn't know what was going on. And, and I thought, what the hell is this? Remember, I'm only yeah. 17, and I was thinking, <laughs> is there a party going on here or something? I didn't realise they were brothels. Brothels, We were brothels. going there to fix a sewage blockage in one of them. I had no idea that those places even existed. No, I didn't. Why would you do a modelling shot with KT26s on? Your yeah. shoes. <laughs> it's unlike KT26s. I was doing, uh, I had the black T-shirt on, smokes under the arm. So he had the smokes in the old <laughs> T-shirt. Come on, Brian. Painted a good picture, Bill. Oh. Head to the Instagram story. You'll check it out. Yeah. So this is for tomorrow's Herald. Anyway, it'd be good for but you guys to read that because you guys I know, I did no understanding it. of my life at all. And, just, uh, <laughs> tell us what nice happened. for you, you to be able to catch up a little. Just tell us what happened one no, day in the, thing, in the late 80s. You're, going, you're playing for Collingwood. You're actually on your way to a game. 
uh, at the MCG. Uh, you had Tanya in the car. I think it was the first or second date. What happened, Brian? Someone no, cut you off. Nothing, Bill. Someone cut you off. So you got out of your car. Yes. Got the old fist oh, like no. the umpire to the... Um, <laughs> and he looks down. He's going berserk at the bloke who cut him off. Bit of road rage. From, I cut, you couldn't believe it from Brian. He's out of the car. He's playing for Collingwood. Anyway, he looks down. The bloke's all suited out in the Collingwood gear. So oh, he had to go easy on him. Collingwood fan. The other bit, I've only just seen this for the first time, Brian. Uh, The bit that interests me is, uh, what did you, uh, I like this bit here, I got an opportunity to do my own late night show. (laughs) I did one or two years at 10.30 to midnight. (laughs) The graveyard. (laughs) What did you fill that with, Bristol? We filled that with really good content, actually. Like what? (laughs) Well, Kekka was on. Kekka was with me. You and Kekka. And a few others were there, but no, we had some good... What stuff did you put into that hour and a half? Well, Nadia coming in. Oh, that was that one. I thought that was your breakfast. Well, we were doing both at the same time because I used to sleep in the studio and stay the night there a lot of times and do the early morning shift. We did both at the same time for about 12 months. Because you told uh, a lie, didn't you? Yeah. You told uh, Richmond or Collingwood. That was something different, Bill, but yes. (laughs) You're right, though, Billy. He told the club that it was a pre-recorded show, but it was actually live at 5 a.m. on Saturday Saturday morning. morning. So you go and do three hours of radio and then go and play football. Yep. And Lethal didn't know you were doing it at 5 a.m. The other interesting little part here, it was uh, where uh, where did uh, boy oh boy come from? Where do, do you actually know where it comes from? School, no idea. From school, yeah. you used to walk around going boy oh boy. Did I? <laughs> that then... does not say that in there. It does not say that in there. So, and then we get into oh, boy, the calling, oh Jim. Then we get into yes. the calling. Yeah. Uh, calling was not a natural thing for me. Right, oh, right. Fair <laughs> <laughs> I was a plumber, Bill. It came with hard work. It came with exploring. I'm the only and one here came, that had a real job. And it came with learning about myself. Oh, oh man. It's magnificent. I like it. Uh, All right. And, and, and at the end, I'm trying to eliminate mistakes. You well, know what, well Damo. You another, know what I'm proud of about just, the whole thing? And I'm trying to get You the, guys have had now nearly 10 minutes, yeah. and you haven't been able to pick out one real... Well, the last paragraph, Brian. Bad thing. I'm trying to eliminate mistakes. Because uh, normally... And I'm trying to get to the point where I don't make a mistake. But it hasn't happened yet. And Hooli, is this this is all yeah. the softening, the Hooli Mooli. Dooley. Oh, no, you can't mention that. That, that, that show. That, that's finished. What? Oh, no. Oh, what? No. Have you caught up with that? We weren't no, going to bring that up. What's going on there? Oh. We weren't going to bring that up. What's going, why? What's happened with Hooli Mooli? Oh, He's no. been given the boot. What's Hooli? Really? Hooli Dooley. Oh, oh Hooli Dooley. The golf show, Sean, that you went over to America. Oh, holy moly. Holy moly. Oh, holy moly. What's happened there? What's happened there, Brian? You're not doing it now. We read in February and March that this was the big national breakthrough and you're going to do it with Steph Curry and Greg Norman and Rob Riggle. Whether you've heard of a thing called COVID at all, Damien. But but you're not doing it now, Brian. I read during the week. Well, I can't. It's on at the same time. Can I? How does this interview... Like come about because surely Hamish wouldn't have come chasing you. I told you. you I told you. <laughs> I got a call. This, I got a call. That someone so. pulled out and they needed a fill in. <laughs> I was going to say because Hamish does such great interviews with yeah. you know really important stuff. So yeah. why would he? People. Why would he go to you, Brian? Come on, Brian. That's a fair question. Well, I just I've told you three times now. <laughs> do you reckon you're someone getting ahead of yourself? Out. Do you reckon you're getting ahead of yourself? Listen, I never asked to do it, Bill. No, I think you get. I was ha- asked. Have you it. heard of the word humble? <laughs> uh, Bill, I've just spent, spent the last 15 minutes watching out of you and Daisy read off a screen about and, what you're going to say rather than being back, natural. And back, to the, and back to this. you know, And still make mistakes. And, and did Michael Dodge convince you to do this photo oh, shoot? Oh. Because just, normally he gets people in uncomfortable positions. Did you need to get Lewis Martin's permission? Oh, oh, of course he did. Oh, Lewis God. will be there in the God. family. Oh, they even need to go up to there's the four, the four boys, Tanya, <laughs> and there's Lewis. <laughs> There he is. background waving. <laughs> Hello, Lewis. <laughs> Did you need to get sign off on your answers oh. from, from Lewis? Oh, Brian. Brian? Brian, you just give us some well, good material. I no, wish, uh, been, I'm really proud of myself because you haven't been able to pick out I one have thing a, out of there that's out of tune. I did have a little chat to him. And up Triple M's alley. Um, not, not one thing have you been able to find, Bill. I I, I'm glad you mentioned Tanya. Which means and it's, it's her birthday Monday. Oh, it is too. Yeah, when you haven't bought her a present, all you've said here, I'd like to wish her a happy birthday. 
you tight ass. That's <laughs> does it say that there? Yes, it does. I did have, I did have a oh, bit oh, of a set, chat to Hamish last night. Who was now, done? Just in case I forget. Yes, Hamish Monday. in the last six months. I mean, I think of the McDonald Tip and Woody interview that he did, which was, you know, unbelievably, uh, you know, heartbreaking but uplifting, just unbelievable. And I said to Hamish, so where does this one sit? <laughs> <laughs> and he's laughed before he even says no, duck. <laughs> duck, not funny. <laughs> Duck's got a real, a real propensity <laughs> to laugh at what he's about to <laughs> say. He can't get it out. <laughs> and most times, there's not a lot of us laughing with him. It was, a, it was a big week for you, though, BT, wasn't it? Because this time last week, you were you were actually doing a live cross from a barn me store in South Melbourne. Oh, no. When you, you shouted us lunch last week, remember? You oh, yes, the, yes. the Vietnamese rolls. And <laughs> it was an interesting experience because you crossed to us live and you were quite gruff and, a, and abrasive in there. So I was in Ari. I was on air. Yeah, well, <laughs> later on that night, the, the person who served you... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Put this onto her social media account. Oh, no. A, a tall and solid man rushed into... <laughs> Solid. <laughs> oh, that, hey, well, that, that was she was being polite. Well, as distinct from Bill, they would have described Paul and Pat. <laughs> Rushed into our store today and ordered twelve barn mate. He asked me if we if he can make them quick. <laughs> what are you doing? That said two he, now. He sounded authoritative and outspoken. It usually uh, takes a person two minutes to make a barn mate without toasting. There was just me behind the bar, the Bain Marie. So twenty. Four minutes. Then he said he was from Triple M, no, and he was John, in a hurry to get John back to the station. He could have done something. <laughs> long John. Put the bloody now, carrot on the It goes on a bit, but had <laughs> I known, like a stiff. Yeah, had I known, known the solid man was Brian Taylor, I would have taken a photo with him and shown him off here. Oh, oh. so she didn't know who you were, no. Brian? Oh, she right. made an impact, That's Brian. Good. She hasn't read the double pager in the Herald Sun, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she, boy, oh boy, well, what Bill, a life. I don't know whether you've got your timings right, but that came out today, Bill, not last week. With the modelling shot, she wouldn't recognise him from. That modelling. Oh, no, that, that. <laughs> tucking the guts in. He's has been photoshopped to the crap. <laughs> He's got a fire. Oh, here he goes again, Duck. Have a listen. Got a fire. That's Duck laughing. Chris, were you hoping that we didn't get our hands on this? Yeah. Yeah. That, that it just appeared in tomorrow's paper? <laughs> you were, weren't you? I was thinking along the lines that nothing against uh, the Herald Sun and Hamish, no. of course, but not many people read papers these days. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get paid for it? <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Do you get paid for it? I never get paid for things. That... <laughs> 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 anyway, this has been a uh, well, I like it. interesting the segment, show. and it's fallen yeah. really no, flat like on it. your No, way. I think it's worked and pretty it's well. And it's great pleasure that Damien and <laughs> Bill it's and, worked pretty well. and Dr. Giggler <laughs> it's Brian and you, JB, who normally find the bad in most no, things. I, I hadn't seen it. Don't worry. If I had have, I would have. But I didn't see it. Until too late. Hey, uh, Mitch Duncan next. Uh, talk about the cats. They were superb. Dane Zorko, the quiz. The Triple M footy Saturday rub for Hard Yakka. A history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Now he's got Hawkins. Real trouble for Cleary coming up. Tomahawk's got it. Play on. He takes a bounce if you don't mind. And runs in. And jams it through and he's pumped. Drops the ball right to the goal square. Hawkins. Cleary. Hawkins. He's just too big. He's too strong. He's too Deep oiled up. Hawkins. Another oh, one. This time he says to McKenzie, you're not big enough. You're not strong enough. To Duncan out the back. Hawkins. Too big. Too strong. Too good. The champ. Five goals for Hawkins. Tommy Hawkins. 50 out on a 45. It'll take a great kick. He's in good touch. Hawkins has got six. And a huge night for Tommy Hawkins. It was a big night for Tommy. It was a big night for the club. They were dominant and fat. You've demanded to introduce this uh, fine specimen of a football. His name is Mitchie Duncan. He's been a star for the Geelong Footy Club for a long time now. Very good again last night. And Mitchie, welcome to the rub. And another great win. Two very good wins within a week. And it just looks like you're going out there and having fun, Mitch. Yeah, g'day, Bill. G'day, boys. Yeah, it's, um, well, it is fun because you're playing footy every fourth and fifth day. You're not doing as much training, um, <laughs> especially when you play like that and you see a big tomahawk kick, uh, kick six. There's, um, there's a lot of fun about it. Well, you are very close with the Hawk, of course, and you do hit him on the chest, gave him another and lovely one last night. But I was, I was listening to Grian Myers on DSL, a dead set legends before us. Grian actually said, and excuse the language, he said that the Hawk was just taking a piss last night. 
Yeah, I, I just I was just checking Twitter before and saw Gohan <laughs> said that, but um, it was a little bit like that. It kind of reminded me, um, you know, a few years back when he used to play on Shoemakers, and he'd done that a couple of times, and yeah, he just he was just marking everything in his in his in his tracks last night. Um, big fella, seven contested marks. He's quite impressive, and you know, we didn't really had to put it on a platter for him. He was just um, yeah, he was winning his contests and. Um, yeah, we were moving the ball quite well, and we were allowed to do that. So, um, yeah, he was pretty pleased. Hey, Mitch, uh, we had some vision on Channel 7 last night about you guys and the recovery that you had after your last game against the Saints. Looked like unbelievable unbelievable facilities, yeah, yeah. but also just lo- it was just complete recovery, wasn't it? So you're not out on the track, but there was a lot of relaxation, massage. There was massage, chairs, spas, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, they, they do it quite well up here at the Gold Coast. They've got these facilities. We've been using rigs, rigs recovery facilities, and they've got, like, yeah, the I suppose the recovery pants, you know, the hot and cold. You've got the chirotherapy. You've got your sauna. So they've been looking after us and um, doing a great job. It's, it's awesome to be able to, to get those facilities to, to use in this time. And, um, yeah, I think, I think it does help. And uh, I suppose uh, the other teams up here have been using it as well. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'll really thank them for, for being out, allowing us to use it. Mitch, your club's ability to continually give yourselves a, a chance at the pointy end of the finals, um, it does prompt some criticism from some people saying that you haven't got there um, since 2011. But there's another line of thought, and, and I'm just interested on your view of it, um, that just getting there and constantly giving yourself a chance may well present you with this opportunity this year. I mean, you're clearly seasoned by having uh, been through those seven of eight final series since that last premiership. But do you feel that this year is is, is in keeping with where you're at? Um, oh, it's, a, it's a tough one. Yeah. Obviously, we would have loved to have gone on with a job on a few of those occasions, um, Damo. But, you know, again, we we get together at the start of the year and, you know, we're in a fortunate position where the club's given us a position to, you know, be able to contend. We've got a great coaching group, great bunch of players and, to rock up on day one of preseason and know that you, you know, you, you're most likely going to contend for for finals position. It's, um, you know, it does make rocking up to training a lot easier. There's, there's no doubt about that. And um, yeah, as an individual, you, you know, involved, you, involved, you want to go anywhere else or uh, play footy anywhere else. So yeah, I think it's really important and something that I love about the footy club. Um, uh, Mitch, are you always aware as players that who, who in the team hasn't actually kicked a goal at the level? <laughs> and I know that Jake Kolajasny had a shot about, I think, uh, two, two or three weeks uh, ago from about 25 metres uh, out and missed. <laughs> He's played 101 games, hasn't kicked a goal. Any chance of trying to just ease him up in the next game where it's blowing out a bit? No, oh, mate, we've tried. We've tried. We've given him opportunities, but he just keeps missing. I'm not sure how many points he's kicked. He would have kicked a few points, I reckon. But okay. yes, we we are well aware of that, and so is the coach. So um, yeah, we're we're trying to make it happen eventually, but <laughs> yeah. we don't want to pull him out of the back line too often. You could just see the boys starting to gather around uh, when he had that shot, and then he missed it. They all had to go back <laughs> in their spots. But I tell you, speaking of the back line, he's been very, very good down back, and uh, the back line's been very good keeping what what they keep to port to four goals last night. Four goals. But but Busey. With his run, he's just improved. Uh, Henry, and I'll tell you a great story. It was Lockie Henderson, who wasn't even on the list at the start of the year, was he, uh, Mitchy boy? And then he's no, been put mate. on the list, and he's just having a great old time out there. Yeah, he is, and, and it's a credit to Hendo the way, you know, when, the way he trains, and he probably knew that he wasn't going to be um, playing much footy at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just his mindset and his willingness to, to be competitive and, uh, he was dominating training, so when he got the opportunity, we knew what we were going to get from Hendo. And he's come in there and, and done a great job to replace Blitz um, with our ruck situation as well. So, yeah, he's, the whole back line's um, doing really good. And um, I think, you know, the whole team as a, as a group is playing some really good footy and, and all complementing each other. Now, the defence is un- unbelievable. You've been settled for a while, but as you said, Henderson back in there. But generally, that group is you've, you've kept together now for a good number of years. But it's the forward line that interests me because obviously going very well last night with, with Hawkins, but you've got Dalhouse, Ablett and Stephen to come back in, who I believe are all in your best 22. So you've got some good problems in the next few weeks. Yeah, mate, we do. Um, and you throw us... Uh... 
well, Radigalia in there as well that yeah. um, you know, can play up forward as well. So, yeah, that's, there's there's a lot of players in um, that are in good form and that are healthy at the minute. So um, it obviously is a, a great problem to have and uh, I'm glad I'm not making the decisions. <laughs> hey, Mitchie, does it really annoy you that, uh, that you know some of the limelight doesn't come your way? You've got uh, Danger, you've got Ablett, you've got Selwood, you've got you had Kelly and... All these other blokes drag yeah. it all. They'd get the free cars. They'd get the gear slung their way. And there's Mitch Duncan just getting the job done week in, week out, and yet not getting anywhere near enough recognition. I reckon that really pisses you off. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm lucky enough to snag a car from Rex Girl. I'll thank my support for, for those guys. <laughs> they, they look after me, which is great. Uh, but no, not really. I, I enjoy just kind of doing my job and um, trying to play the best footy I can and, and helping the team win. That's it's kind of my role, and um, you know I love being part of part of the footy club and the and the players we have and and seeing them you know do what they do. We got some special players, and yeah, you know, I, I like to compliment them the best I can. We all know how you feel, mate, because JB gets all the stuff set in here. That's it. Yeah. Uh, That's it, Mitch. Hey, uh, Alan. Alan. had a triple M shirt for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How important was it to uh, be re, uh, you know, reunited United with the uh, with the family? Oh. Saw the great vision. Uh, the daughter wasn't uh, sure, Mitch. She was she? Nah. She didn't run off the bus and uh, with open arms. Nah, <laughs> yeah, she, she did. didn't. And- Mate, she hasn't unfolded those arms since she's got here. I think it's just a new thing. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, it's obviously awesome. Um, Caught up with Demi. Very grateful to, um, you know, be, be with family again. And um, I suppose thinking of everyone back home and all back in Victoria that, you know, might not be with family. But, um, you know, at this time, we're, we're lucky to, to be in this situation. And, yeah, well, Scotty wasn't too sure what the performance would be like, he said, after the game. But he said the girls can keep coming. <laughs> Coming on the trip, so. <laughs> hey, well done, mate. Airborne the Cats, and you're playing beautiful football yourself. I loved watching yeah. it. Well done. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mitch Duncan, yep. the Pops Kelly of the modern team. Yeah, you're right. Pops never got enough bloody he, recognition. recognition. How good he was. He played was, 300 games. I was going to ask him about Sam Menegola. I know he's mentioned very yeah. briefly at the start. None of you guys actually yeah. mentioned it, and you're all worried about your own questions. I couldn't get <laughs> I think he's <laughs> probably <laughs> leading their best and fairest at the moment. He'd be he up there. A oh. very, very good year. No, he'd be up there. I was oh, going to ask Mitch about that, but Duck well, just uh, thinks his questions are more important. Sure. What about <laughs> Well, I'm glad you didn't ask that right. question because there's no way Menegola's leading their best He'd be up there, oh, Doug. He He'd be, be top three. Right up there. Oh, he would be. Go it. back and have a look at the numbers. He's not leading it. Okay, who is? Not even close. Who Dangerfield is? would be ahead of him. Hawk. Hawkins yeah. would be ahead of There's, him. And then Manicola. Probably Blixar's ahead of him. Nah. Hey, what about Hawkins? How uh, He's third. Oh, there's Hawkins and Danger Thank and then, you, and then yeah. Men and Gold. And Selwood's had a good... I would have asked this question, but my point being is that he's basically come from nowhere to be a real valuable contributor. Top ten. I know you don't want to acknowledge him, Duck, because you don't care about the workers in a club. That's right. You only care He's about the top echelon. I care about people carrying, like yourself. I care there's about people, carrying the workers. There's people <laughs> that built the pyramids, mate. They put the big rocks in place and some king stood on the top and said, I did it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he did absolutely <laughs> oh, oh, <Brian. laughs> Bugger all. How long did that take, that pyramid? Let's uh, go back Brian? to the article. The pyramids took a while, Bill. How long? They took a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. I want to ask you about a comment made after the match. Yeah by uh, Tommy Hawkins, uh, where he likened a previous version of himself (laughs) to a former fatty that used to play for Geelong. (laughs) Stevie J. Talk us through the game, mate. What did you, you see out there? Oh, what I see is just get out of the way from no, you. No, no. I, do, I was doing the Billy Brandless dummy lead for you, mate. So <laughs> just, just space for you. Just carrying a few less kilos than Billy Brownless and can move a little bit quicker. So, Bill, oh, boy. <laughs> someone's saying that he was playing your old yeah, role Gary, of, just, of just getting out of the way. Gary Rowan. Rowan. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's been very good, Gary Rowan. This, he's had a great week. Oh, oh, top three in the boot. No, no, not top three, but he's had a really good week. And then Hawk, he has carried a bit of weight there. He had that back injuries for a while, and he was carrying a bit of weight. Yes. But I'll tell you what does. You get up there, mate, a bit of sun. Oh, he looks tan. Don't they look good? They, they look do. very well, good. Why did you have that look on your face, Bill? Well, you're basically saying that there's, Gary Rowan's got no right to be mentioned yeah, in the same Your scene. eyes went to I the ceiling. Your like, eyes went to the ceiling, I, I like, I love his um, pressure. Gary Rowan's pressure. I've just studied I love this, it. I've just studied this He's modelling photo again of uh, BT. Oh, this right He's had a spray tan for the photo as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at his face. Hey, listen. It's like no. uh, the last cab to Darwin. Hey, listen. 
Hey, listen, Paul Monty boy. Paul Monty. <laughs> the last cat to Darwin. Come on, he Brian. Looks a bit I've never seen a guy so <laughs> desperate to get to Queensland than what oh, Duck is oh, at the moment. Because he can get, get up there. there and he can just oh, take his walk shirt around off. He's like a real wanker. Excuse the leaders. He does like the photo. By the way, are we heading up there? Well, I don't know. I think it's pretty Actually, we need to find that out. There's a new segment coming up where we can find out where prelims, where grand finals, we're quarantining. <laughs> where all of that good stuff needs to happen. And, and they, uh, Queensland need a few people that are going to take, well, you know, just make it worthwhile up there. Start laughing, Duck, at yourself. <laughs> just about to get some news out of Purple. But, Duck, before we do, sad week for the North Melbourne Footy Club with the passing of the great Orb yeah, Devlin, Orb. former uh, property steward and then uh, sort of morphed into a boot stutter, but a legend at uh, the North uh, Melbourne it, Footy Club. And before I get your thoughts on yep. what a legend he was, our thoughts go to Maria, his uh, beautiful wife, Christine, Shane, David and Darren, his sons, because Orb, I reckon, f- at least four decades, I reckon he started in the late 70s and uh, a superstar at the Kangaroos. Yeah, he was. He was a great man. Uh, he, and he was. He was the, the, the one constant at the North Melbourne Footy Club through, as you said, that whole period of time. And, uh, yeah, no, he always came in, always had a little gag to, to uh, you know, have a crack. He wasn't scared to have a have a crack. Oh, and good. just like all great property stewards, uh, he was uh, he could be very tough. Hard to get a pair of socks get off a him. a pair of socks off him. <laughs> I, I remember many a time uh, going in uh, right before a game and, you know, just forgetting my shorts or my socks. And um, if you're a young bloke, you'd be actually too scared to go and ask him, but obviously being a more senior player, I'd go up and say, Orb, I need, he'd go, Duck, that's four weeks in a row. I'd say, well, what do you want me to do, Orb, playing my jocks? <laughs> yes. And he'd give, you, he'd give you a pair. He was a great man and uh, be sorely missed and uh, thoughts go out to uh, all of his family and um, yeah, uh, great yeah, North beauty. Melbourne person. Forthright with his opinions yeah. to the president too. I wasn't. <laughs> if you wandered into the property area, Orb would tell you exactly what the club wasn't doing properly. Yeah. Uh, I loved him. He was a beautiful man. Hey, um, he He'd have, he'd, he'd have some uh, pretty good memorabilia, I reckon, uh, floating around. Or we, we often we would do a deal. Right. I would, I would with him. I'd sort of stroll in there. You weren't, a, wouldn't let players in. <laughs> I managed to get in there a couple of times, and uh, he'd say, "Okay, duck. just whack your signature on this and this duck, and uh, <laughs> you can venture over that <laughs> side." <laughs> I can't wait for the double pager on you, duck. The interview. Yeah, well, how many eyes uh, reckon will be in it, Brian? Well, you know what I can't believe. <laughs> well. the, the actual headline says. What a life. Like, so they fit your whole life into two little pages? <laughs> Wait, well, he's, he's one of them. His picture is one of them. Well, well, yours would have needed about 35 lead pages in the Herald Sun. Oh, see, see, see you go, then all of a sudden you attack personally. Well, you know, like you carry just, on about you're just, um, an article. You know what? You're just you know. an angry man. You know. Hey, uh, Purple, we move on to news. Just and accept that some people uh, can get it done and some can't. Four, round 14 to 18, we're going back to condensed land. Tell us what that's going to yeah, look like. Yeah, we are, Jim. It's 14 to 17 is the condensed component to that round 18. The teams are now assigned. Uh, it's just a matter of when they'll be played over that uh, weekend. And the, uh, the the date of that round 18 period uh, is, is September 19. That's the Saturday of that particular weekend. It's a significant day because it then provides a runway BT to what happens next. Now, there's still a, a possibility there'll be a week's break after the completion of round 18 before yes. the final start. Now, that's what's been happening now for it's five seasons now. Um, again, this season is very different, but uh, there is what still... The, what would be the twos and fours of having a break and not having a break, do you reckon? Well, it's interesting, BT. Arguably, the biggest potential benefit out of having a break would be the possible opening up of the WA situation, which which I still feel, Duck, will be a player when it comes to the uh, absolute pointy-ended conversations around where the grand final is. Now... Mm. Uh, look, the, the, the safe bet, the safe option right now in this discussion is to say that it will be at the Gabba because of the concessions and favours provided the AFL competition by Anastasia Palaszczuk, the Premier of Queensland itself. But it's yet to be signed off, and I fully expect the WA government to do what it hasn't done to this point, Jim, and, and that is get involved in, in a very formal way to at least ascertain what is required if we want to get to ourselves to the table in a discussion. Um, that's yet to happen. And BT, just to your point, um, there are restrictions on the borders into WA, as you well know, through uh, your own yep. involvement with Channel 7 and the need to uh, to get in there. And, so al- and also the restrictions at the arena. So they have been incredibly difficult to deal with, uh, just allowing um, production staff to go on the grass 
is not allowed up to four hours prior to the game. So just little things like that, making it easy to be able to produce a good grand final out of there is nearly impossible. So unless they relax or relinquish all of those or some of those uh, rules, the grand final just won't be in Perth. So the WA government, and McGowan has got really strong support from the from the WA locals at the moment. And yep. so he would be thriving on the current blockages of everyone coming to Western Australia. And I can't see him lifting that as a result of that. I think he would see him being in government for a longer period of time is worth more than him getting the grand final. So the longer the longer this goes on, though, BT, you just have to say, give it to Brisbane. Yep. Because you, you can't, they can't come in on the, on the, on the death knock and say, no. OK, yeah, now we're prepared to do it and then get it. Because that would be just wrong. Brisbane have done, Queensland have done the right thing by uh, AFL footy. I reckon they just make the decision and, and, and get I, it done. Take it out of take it out of WA's hands and say, no, you know what, gone. Oh, they need to know, Duck, what, what the financial considerations are going to be. And, and yeah. that's just a... Yeah, but, it, but it, so if WA right on the death knock, just all of a sudden say, okay, well, we're going to uh, give you more money, so to speak, and now we're going to do it, I think that would be wrong to Queensland. See, yeah. WA have got the mining thing riding on, and that, that was worrying them because the, the mining thing was broken up by an outbreak of COVID over there. But, you know, it's 15% of what they do in the state, over 15% mm. of their income gone as a result of that. I, don't, I can't see them risking that for a grand final. So Adelaide out? Uh, no one's out, but they're, they're just not well, strongly pushing. Bill, similar to what BT said with the, the assistance or lack of assistance from, the, from that state to the AFL. Right. Um, Jim, just to your point, um, matches on 18 of 19 days from, from right. about 14 onwards. Um, we might bounce it across to today's game, at least partially. Ben Cunnington out for the year for North Melbourne. Hasn't been seen since he tried to play Bill in round five when he was... Shouldn't uh, have played. Barely able to walk before that Bulldogs game and then hasn't been seen since. Um, it will be, and maybe already have, has already returned to Melbourne, will certainly return to Melbourne from the uh, Queensland hub. And the omissions, Duck, of Dor, Pittard and Pollock for this game that we're about to cover today. Yep. They're, they're, they're big names in the context of, of that club, bringing two of those three people in, and also Dor, who um, has been celebrated for his return to footy. But they're, they're, they're big statements being made by, by that club with those people in this week when there's already a lot of injuries. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, and you're right. Those, particularly um, Pittart and uh, who was the other and one? Pollock. And Pollock. Pollock. Yeah. Pollock. Two, yeah. The two that they bought in and obviously uh, paid very good money to bring them in. That is a little bit of a statement, and it's a statement to say. And I think I think everyone at North, but to, to be honest, when you go through their list, there's probably there's very few guys that you could put a tick alongside and say they they should be safe from not being discussed at the end of this year. And you've just got to play. You've just got to get more to- game time now into uh, to kids. So I'm glad. What I'm glad they've made those tough calls. Jim, you, you've got a, a a very clear line of sight on what goes on at that football club, uh, given your past involvement as chairman. The the rebuild component to what lies ahead. Two two questions. Why? Hasn't it happened before now? And do you agree that it is now the only way out for this club? Well, the only thing I'll say about um, you know the the list issues, and Ducks, you know, correct with what he says. But when North Melbourne emphatically last year beat Richmond, beat Collingwood, I can't remember the other top fourteen they beat in that little run they had back into last year. Um, it people weren't talking about how bad the list was then. So what I want to know is what's happened between then and now for them to have lost eight of their last nine. I know, I know injury hasn't helped. I know Cunnington is a massive out, and, like, and, and he is an enormous out. They don't have another footballer on their list that can do duck the job he does. No, but when he's they, not there, it's huge, yeah, but, 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 huge hole but he JB, JB, uh, over the last couple of years, there's been plenty of good players out of other teams, and they've been able to... Yeah, I get that. Get so, but I'm just saying, he is a big out. But, by, by but, the way, there's a late out that's just yes. come through now, Robbie Tarrant. It's also Tarrant. a big out. Oh, that's, wow. that's a big out. <laughs> that also is a big out. Um, but yeah, look, I, to your oh. point, Damo, I think they must go uh, deep into this draft coming up. They've got two first-round picks. One of them's going to be a beauty, obviously, because North are likely to finish probably second-last, second second third-last at worst. Um, so, you know, that that is going to give them a really good look. And I guess what I hope happens, and I know there's a really good academy kid next year, they say, coming. So they've got – they're going to get some good um, uh, draft access. They've got really good, I think, under-21 kids at the club now. So th- I, I don't fear for the next 10 years – 
but they've got to get this bit right. I know Scotty Clayton's a part of what they're doing now. He, Brady Rawlings, all of those people, this next little part of this club's development is huge, and they must get it right. Actually, he's a he's a name, Scotty Clayton. Uh, with all the layoffs and everything else, did Scotty, because I, I, I agree, I'm a massive fan of Scotty Clayton. I think he's very uh, right up in the top echelon in terms of, uh, you know, spotting, you know, yeah. kids and oh, everything at, else. He's done it at three footy clubs. Yeah, so is he, did he, did he remain yep. in his job through this whole shutdown period? Yep. Yep. I, I believe so. He's, well, he's there. Well, I'm, I'm, I feel more confident then. Yeah. Should, they, should they trade a couple of those senior players if they and get some compensation? Oh, I think they'll look at it. But whether there's a lot of currency fat, oh, I just don't know. Well, Higgins is probably... Well, when now look, they're getting a bit older. They're a bit older, aren't they? But Higgins, Ben Brown's the one that everyone's bringing up. But what's he worth? They'll explore all of that. They have to. Um, but to finish on your question, Damo, I think they had an opportunity about three years ago to really embark on this process and decided not to. Topped up with Don Tyson, with the two players you mentioned, with Aaron Hall. Hall. That's the bit that I find interesting because not only are you piling a fair bit of your salary cap into them, but you're also costing young blokes on your list opportunities to play because you're playing them. Yep. And that's the bit I wonder if they got that right. We spoke to Mitch Duncan a few moments ago. Gary Ablett um, is, is looking to get up to the uh, the, the um, Cats hub um, outside of the plans that the AFL has got in place for another um, raft of people to go up. So uh, he'll need to do it by himself. He'll need to strike his own arrangements, which the, which the AFL and the club will do for him, mm. to quarantine for 14 days in, in a way, Duck, that'll allow him to train in, in a suitable way to then get ready. I, I was going to say, so not not just stuck in a hotel room for, that, for 14 days. There, there, there has been exemptions given to footballers. Um, he will need to do it outside the plan, yeah. but, but it's Gary Ablett. It's going to happen. When he says, I want to go, you'll find there'll be a plane organised for almost for him personally, and you'll get up there. And again, there will be special exemptions, Bill, for him to, yeah. to train outside of the confines of his actual room itself. I think you'll but find... But not with the team. I think you'll find he might be able to take his wife and, his, um, and Levi, the baby, too. Oh, great. Yeah, great. I think there's some talk about that, maybe doing that. Right. And he has been training with Andrew Mackey uh, back in Geelong and, and going well, by all reports. So we just wish him the best. Hey, Purple, we need to get going. Before we do, Duck, uh, Magic Door out of the side today. I don't, Not in the tent, so I don't understand the reason, but... I'm not sure they've been playing him in the right place. For me, he's a third-up intercept defending marker, or he can't play. Well, actually, tear it out. Well, the first game that he came back, I thought he had a real impact. Started forward, then went on ball, and then drifted down back, and I agree. Where he took his best marks yeah. was when he was in the back half That's of the ground. That's his spot. That's he it. seems to read it a little yep. bit better. He, he doesn't have to make the play. Exactly. Players can lead him to the footy, and then he can use his athleticism. So I, I would agree, but um, I don't know. Is there a bit of soreness involved, yeah, or are don't. they just saying he's no? Omitted? He's, he's omitted. Duck. The best it's, game it's I saw him play was in that position. Remember, mm. he played against Alier. Yes, at, at, yep. I think it was at Marvel Stadium. Played halfback, I think, on that particular day. He was fantastic. Yep. He's, that is where he's got to play from now on, only in my opinion. Now, Purple, we'll get back to more news later because oh. we need to, to get to this break on the, the back quiz? of it. Dane Zorko is going to oh. join us. The quiz, yes. we're not sure. Yes, Jim. If we run tight enough, we're giving it no, the No, no, no. We're giving it the lemonade and sass Popular. Uh, on behalf of everybody. Uh, for Hard Yakka, and by the way, we believe in the Aussie legend, toughness in our DNA, no shortcuts, we make it tough, we make it right, work hard, play hard, laugh hard, and by the way, shophardyakka.com.au or in-store at most retailers, and for McDonald's, Triple M rocks football. The Triple M footy Saturday rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. For McDonald's, Triple M rocks footy. Saturday afternoon, Triple M footy getting ready for North Melbourne and Brisbane at Metricon Stadium. The uh, Lions flying, by the way, and they have top spot available to them if they do a good enough job on the Kangas today. That's how well they're going for McDonald's. Get into Maccas, by the way, for hot, juicy, tasty burgers made with 100% Aussie beef and hard yakka. You're listening to the Triple M Saturday Rub, and we need to speak to the captain of the Brisbane Lions, and this man also flying, Dane Zorko. He joins us on the line. Zork, welcome to you. Good afternoon, guys. Thank you. Now, now, I know you don't get ahead of yourself, and I know you tick the boxes and all the rest of it, but you have got a big opportunity today to establish a spot in that top two, which is going to be valuable in a, about a month's time. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's an opportunity for us, and, uh, you know, we've got to be brave and bold enough today to, to go out and get our process right and, uh, you know, execute what we've been able to do over the past month. So it was obviously having four, four games in 14 days or whatever it was, was, um, you know, quite a challenging um, experience for the group, but we got through it really well and 
um, you know, North Melbourne to the next challenge now. Zorks, I want to ask you about Hipper. Kick five mm, uh, in his last game, but it, it wasn't a well, it wasn't a Tom Hawkins style five oh, goals hard like last night. Match he got that. a couple of uh, free kicks and stuff. Mm. Where do where do you see him, and where do you see the upside in him? Oh, I think the upside of him is still probably in the gym. Um, you know, <laughs> his his agility and um, his speed is probably his attribute. Um, he's probably never going to get like Tom Hawkins, where um, he can manhandle um, defenders. But you know, he's he's still got plenty of um, growth in his strength areas and his one-on-one um, contested stuff. But at the moment, um, you know, he's filling a really important role for us. He's making a contest for our smalls along with Daniel McStay. So um, you know, another good couple of pre-seasons and. I'm not saying he's going to get to what Tomahawk can do, but he'll certainly strengthen up and um, win a lot more of those contested one-on-one situations. Talking to Dane Zorko, who won four best and fairest at uh, Brisbane Gym. Yes. I think eight blokes won it one year, but um, that's all right. Still a best <laughs> and fairest, talks. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what would be good fun. Uh, just there's no training, and this is why I reckon it's helped Geelong. I think they've played about five games in, in 20 days, but there's no training. You actually play, you recover, have a nice little uh, run around the ground, and then you play again, mate. So that would be actually good fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's it's you actually really, I really enjoyed the, um, you know, the past two weeks. It was, yeah. you moved on from the game quickly, no matter the result. Mm. Um, and as you said, you got into the ice bath the next day. You trained the day after that. It was captain's run um, and you were playing again, which was, um, it was awesome. And uh, I'm not sure if it's something they'll look at doing um, down the track, but I think the feedback will be quite positive from majority of the clubs. If we can control our injuries um, and get our injury prevention stuff right, um, I can't see this happening can't see why this couldn't happen uh, further down the track. Ah, I, I want to ask you about your opposition today because, uh, let's be honest, you guys are going along very nicely. You're going to play finals footy. Your opposition's not. What has been the message this week and what do you see the Kangaroos is doing well and, and not so well? Well, I've, their contested football stuff's um, always been elite and uh, today we're going to have to match with that. It's just started to rain here now. So, um, oh. you know, that'll be even, that'll be even more important um, as the game goes on. But, you know, they brought in some fresh faces today. A lot of um, young and energetic players that no, not a lot of us have seen before. So that also brings a lot of excitement and energy to their group, which is something we need to be weary of. Um, but if we can match them around the contest uh, and play the ball in our half, similar to what they want to do, um, it gives us a really good opportunity. Hey, Dane, I'm always interested in the guys that get interviewed after the game. Sometimes oh, they gravi- gravitate towards the cameras. Sometimes they have to be conned into get- doing it. But last week, I thought that Matty Eagles, he, he seemed to come across Hodgie pretty easily. Now, he only, he only had the one possession, uh, Dane. Right. And I'm just, come on. And I'm just wondering. He's from a reality show. Have the boys given him any stick about doing an interview after a one-game possession, a one-possession game? No, they haven't. But Eagles, uh, you know, he's a different sort of player. He brings a lot of energy to our group and I'm, you know, a big reason as to why he got recalled is because of the energy he brings and, um, you know, I thought he did a really good role last week. He's obviously pinch hitting while Oscar has a break, while Steph Martin and Archie Smith are out. But, um, yeah, he's different. There's no doubt about it. Uh, he's an energiser bunny for us. Um, he he's loves playing football. He loves me. He's a real club man, which is, um, you know, great to have on your list. But I actually didn't see it, but otherwise I would have given you a bit of grief. But, um, now that you he, told me, I'll, I'll hit him up about it. He, he, you guys really love him, though. He is a, you mentioned great club man. He is a great club man, isn't he? Yeah. He is. He, he helps out wherever he can. Um, he's always the first to help unpack the van at training. Um, he'll stay behind and, and – um, uh, That's how he gets it. Oh, oh, boy. He'll help hey. with uh, cleaning the jerseys and everything. So he's an oh, absolute star. Oh, oh, bit of a jack of all hey. trades. Hey, uh, Zork, speaking about after-game after uh, interviews now, Brian, uh, when you pulled the mow on the other week and tore <laughs> roaming Zorko to shreds, uh, Bristol didn't like it very much. Like oh, didn't like it, like it at I all, Dave. never day. said that. Yes, Brian. <laughs> Come on. No, 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 was, no, it, was, no, it was a bit no. of fun. I thought you'd enjoy it, Brian. And, yeah, um, it was good. You know. You make you make it look easy when the blokes don't give you much. It's very hard to uh, to keep manufacturing. When they all run when they all run away, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I was trying to get Fags, but he saw it early on and uh, took off into the coaches' room. So uh, that's all right. Hey, Dane, the impact of of Grant Birchall as this season unfolds. uh, What's it added to to your club? Just through your eyes as a as a leader. Oh, I think he's ball use. I mean, we've we've had good ball users in our back half before, but this is a really composed sort of um, ball movement. He doesn't he doesn't rush. He always looks like he's got time. And then there's obviously that leadership aspect as well, which 
you know, helps Harris Andrews, Darcy Gardner, uh, and the likes really set up our younger running backs like Alex Withard and Noah Answorth. So, um, you know, it's probably just a calm head that's really helped us a lot. And as we progress further into the season, I can um, only think that that's going to help us going forward. And he probably doesn't have the impact like Hodgie does with his voice around the ground and, and off field, but he's a really important player for us. And he's been a great addition for us since he's come. Speaking of Noah Answorth, you might have found one there, I reckon. Very clean last week. Good decision maker. Uh, you know, you, that next tier of players Brisbane are trying to find, he could well be one of them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm still flabbergasted that it's only his second year. I, I keep thinking he's a fourth or fifth year player, but um, he did a job for us on Tip and Woody a couple of weeks ago. Um, he played really well against Richmond and then obviously last week. So he's um, building his season nicely. Um, there's a lot of competition at our club for those running half backers and um, he came in uh, through the injury and, and suspension. Um, the players went out and he's been able to fill a role and, and now he's making it hard for players to get back in, which is what you want. Hey, home ground advantage has always been an advantage for any club, particularly when you've got to travel interstate. Do you feel that's been sort of, that's waned a little bit given the fact that all games are basically being played at Metricon or the Gabba? Yeah, a little bit. I think because no one has to fly, I think it's a, a big advantage. Yeah. I mean, apart from the Adelaide teams that have to come in, um, but other than that, the teams that are here now, I mean, they're set up here, they're in base. I think they've all got their families here now, which is great for them and um, will hopefully um, help relieve some of that, um, not pressure, but you know, the feeling of, of homesickness or whatever it may be, missing their family. So uh, it's only really a bus trip for everyone, which most teams do when they're travelling interstate. Um, so it's, it's actually going to make for an interesting back end of the season. Hey, Dane, thanks very much for that. Good luck today. Always a pleasure, guys. Cheers. Good on you, mate. Well done. We're going to a yeah, break. Mate. One triple three five three. The quiz is coming next. Jump oh, on the line. One really? yes. three five three <laughs> for Hard Yaki. Listening to the Triple M Saturday Rub. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Triple M's magnificent segment, the Saturday Rub Quiz. Here's your host, Billy Brownless. Now, after last week, yep. uh, I had some direct feedback. What was it? Very good. People in the street saying, how does that shit go to air? <laughs> now, and, Bill, I don't, I, I don't have the answer to that. Like, seriously, this happens Kim. without any of us understanding well, We how. got sabotaged, had no idea. The Sunday footy show boys thought right. it was funny to jump on board and say, uh, Sandy Roberts, right. we have no Sandy Roberts today, please. Not right. mentioning so just, uh, great man. And no, hello, how's it going? All we want to know is I'm yeah. out the back pumping up the tyres on my bike. Yes. That's it. And this quiz is prepared for you. All right. Here the we listeners. Go. The backbone right. of Triple M. And let's get away with uh, Harry. Having a pump, boys. Oh, good. What do you got? We've got a win, one winner for me, please, H. Uh, I haven't got, I've already had one. I've got to have a look for the later on. Righto. Righto. Can you name, H, the current captain of the Brisbane Lions? Dane Zorko. Oh, good one, oh, Harry. Away. <laughs> Is that you, Harry? Along with six majors, how many contested marks did Tomahawk, oh, Tomahawk, take last night? <laughs> oh, six goals. Know, I'm going to say four. No, you're wrong. You're wrong, Harry. Daniel Sun from Riddles Creek, your way, Brian. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, g'day, Daniel. Uh, up the shed fixing my motorbike, boys. Yeah, what time, a quacker? <laughs> uh, it is, actually. <laughs> what's a, what's a quacker, Bill? A Karazaki. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, well, I went riding with um, Craig Kelly. Did you? Had an XR Ned. 400. Nearly ripped my arms off. Jeez, they're powerful. Mate, said the Saurus arms. They're powerful, Daniel, son. Yeah, get the question. Yeah. Right, Daniel, how many contested marks did Tomahawk take last night? Seven. Oh, well done. Gee, that, is good. That used to be a quarter, Duck, didn't it? All right. What's the most you took, Duck? I held the record, Bill. I think, how many? Ten. Ten. Mm. I reckon that's nearly the best individual effort I've seen for 30 years last night. <laughs> 30 years. 30 years. Give me one better. <laughs> next question. Uh, the next one is a lifeline. Kick six, Bill. No, it's no big they gave deal. away four. Kick six, mate. Uh, we got, uh, you got humble Brian over there, or double spread Brian, whatever Done you want to call it. second week, mm-hmm. every second game. And <laughs> Fit duck. 80s and 90s. Fit duck and fourie demo. Fourie. Who do you want, Daniel? Oh, you need the um, question, Daniel. I'll give you the question, Daniel. In round 13, 1983, we're going back. 
Wait, Fitzroy defeated North Melbourne by 150 points. Oh, what? Oh, surely not. I Fitzroy defeated North Melbourne. I remember this. Yeah. 150 <laughs> points. Where's Ash Stewart putting these questions Which in? one I of the this. following players kicked eight goals straight? Was it A, a Matt Rendell? B, a Bernie Quinlan. Superboot. C, a Michael Conlon with the L seat belt pulled it. it out. Or D, <laughs> a Richard Osborne. I'll go the Fluffy Duck. A fluffy yeah, duck. Very the good. Junction Oval this game. 150 well, points. Can't be losing yeah, that, that much. I know that Conlon kicked. Well, we started favourite. I know that Conlon kicked a bag that day. Yes. I know for a fact. Yep. Quinlan also kicked he a did. bag. He kicked yeah. Have another look at you. Duck, you're a cheat. And so did uh, Randell kick a bag. They all kicked you, you, you a bag. Randell kicked a bag. They yeah, kicked a bag. But. <laughs> look at him. Look at his I think Randell kicked eight straight. I think Quin, uh, Conlon kicked seven oh, straight. Yeah, right. And Quinlan kicked uh, so what are you saying, seven Doug? three. So I'm saying it's Matty Rendell. Uh, what do you think, Daniel? Yeah, we'll go with him. Ah, uh, well done, Doug. Ash, Matty Rendell. bringing that crap to the table. So Matty Rendell kicks eight straight. Oh, was that that game? Conlon kicks seven straight and Quinlan kicks seven three. And, and I think Coleman kicked a few too. Remember Glenn Coleman? How did, I think he kicked a few. How do I remember Because you cheat. I don't. I don't. Duck, give you shouldn't wrong. even. That stupid smile. How did I cheat? I'm Mick, not even going to look. Mickey Conlon used to drive along with, with the business shirt on, and he'd have the seatbelt out so that it. it didn't leave a, a crease <laughs> across on, the Mick. shirt. Come on, Mick. <laughs> uh, number four, Daniel, you're on fire. Which one of these four teams have played in a draw this season? Actually, which four teams have played in a draw this season? <laughs> oh no! Come on. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Oh, you there? Well, you might want to get the teams out. <laughs> no, you've got to tell me. <laughs> oh, which four te- you said oh, which one right. of these four teams? Oh, dong the him. Hell? Dong him. Bill, Bill you can't you blame him for your incompetence. <laughs> which four teams have played in a draw this season? It's pathetic. Uh, Richmond, Collingwood, Gold Coast, St Kilda. Oh, yeah. nearly. oh, nearly. Daniel sucked in. Hey, oh. <laughs> Heath's from St. Helena. Yeah, uh, just uh, keeping the NBN running. The broadband. What are you watching? No, I'm not watching, mate. Supporting. Helping Supporting. keep it go. Yeah. Supporting, Bill. I don't reckon you are, mate. I don't know what that I means. Supporting he is, Bill. You don't, what does it mean, Jim? He's supporting <laughs> the NBN. I reckon Which, he's bullshitting it. <laughs> <laughs> Which board say? <laughs> hey. All right. Yeah, Richmond. All right. Collingwood. Yeah. Essendon. Mm-hmm. And Gold Coast. Yes, well yes. done. Yes. Oh, well done. Number five's a lifeline, Heaky. Get around him! We're going back again. I like the old one. Since 1973, 47 years ago, how many times have North Melbourne finished the home and away season in the bottom two? Since 1973, North Melbourne have finished in the bottom two how many times? Never finished last. Oh, you, uh, in the 70s. What, what year did it start? 73, Brian. Well, they wouldn't have been good then. Well, they haven't they? asked you yet. <laughs> well, uh, Heath, you got Brian, <laughs> old double-page spread, or Forey? Is, is it inclusive of 73, Bill, or, or since? Something? Oh, shut up, Dave. Just no, it's 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 since. I'll go with Damo. Oh, oh. I reckon it's only... BT's last again. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone, mate. <laughs> I reckon it's only once, mate, um, because 74 they made the grand final and then they went away again and then they got the number two draft picks to get Daniel Wells. So I'm just going once. Oh, wow. Yes, well done. I think it was 84. I'll go with the one then. Oh, Damo, well what, done. What year was it? Uh, 1984. Yeah, I thought no, because no, Wellesley came because a duck finished. Oh, okay. That's why he was Well, there. my logic was yeah, traded for you. So they haven't bottomed out, have they, Jim? No. That's the uh, problem. Well, a bit of the problem, Bill. Just uh, successful. Well, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Shut up, Fat. You're still there, Heathy. Yeah, I'm with you, Billy. Good on you. Can, uh, good quiz. You enjoying it? I'm loving it, buddy. Did you like it last no week? No Sandy this week. <laughs> yeah, boy. Well done. Can you name this year's stat sponsor on Triple M Football? Oh, IGA Liquor. Oh, yeah, it's good effort. Yeah, well, not bad. Good effort. Uh, Michael there, Point Cook. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep, what? <laughs> yep, what, Michael? Yeah. 
No, nah, get rid of him. <laughs> just, just, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jack's there from uh, out North Melbourne way. Jack? Just been to the supermarket, Billy. What did we buy, mate? Uh, just got a few things for dinner tonight, mate, and a few bottle shop uh, things as well, mate. Mm-hmm. Mask on. I, oh, I, Jay Lickers. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Did you get some Danny paper? No, I've got heaps of that already, mate. Got heaps right of that already up here. Can you name this year's stat sponsor on Triple M? A newish sponsor. Think of Duck's hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not something balding, is it, from Duck? But, uh, <laughs> not, uh, you got, you're right there. <laughs> not the Hard Yuckers, is it? No, it's not the Hard Yuckers, oh, who are very good sponsors. Geez, it's been, uh, been mentioned a lot. Uh, uh, Daniel's there. He's only been with us for a week, though. Kate yeah. Patterson. Where's Kate Patterson, uh, Daniel's son? Uh, just been for a surf, Bill. It's down there in Vlock. Of course it is. Do you know our new sponsor? It's only been a week uh, or two. Is it Mosh? Uh, yeah. No. There no, we go. No, no. It that, is. That's incorrect. It is not. It's correct. It's Mosh. But uh, you go online to getmoshbt.com.au. Wording is also Also for all men's health. Uh, uh, this know, will get packaged off health. to them and uh, you'll get paid and, get and we don't. You, you get need all another, sorts of stuff. You need another dose. You need, you need the moisturiser BT for that uh, just bristle mashed up head of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight is a lifeline and you've only got... <laughs> <laughs> you've only got Brian. <laughs> it might be funny, but guess what? It's very important near yeah. the end of the night. <laughs> Daniel, all right to go off early. You've got humble Brian if you want. Since 2000... No, we're at question seven first. Oh, hang on. Why did he go with... Uh, it's question seven. Don't worry, it's not a lifeline. We missed one there. Which AFL player took a lot of notes this week? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't read the question. <laughs> Copious notes. Copious, that's it. How do you know the question? Because I know the question, because oh. I gave him the question. Which uh, player was out on the ground taking copious notes? Whatever that uh, means. <laughs> It's the Gold Coast player, and he's yeah. paying oh. Escapes, yeah. yeah. Leroy. I've won <laughs> draft pick. Emma. Oh, Leroy's oh, you said it. You said everything other than his name. Yeah. Alex Croydon. Uh, just on the way for work, boys. Good on you. Where are you working? Uh, Tullamarine. Got your certificate? Tullamarine. That's not open. I do, yeah. Got me Got your permit. Yeah, not many planes landing out there at the minute, Alex. What are you, firemen? Quiet. Very quiet. Uh, yeah. yeah, no need for padding, Bill. Let's yeah. um, get going. <laughs> um, which player took a lot of notes this week when he was out on the ground before the game? Uh, Rao, Matt Rao. Was. What about that? That was great to see, wasn't it? A very uh, good fella. Not really. Righto, this one's a lifeline. you got Brian. Get around him! Since 2015, uh, Alex, which one of the following players has been penalised the most number of times for holding the ball? Cunnington, A, B, Dangerfield, C, Dustin Martin, or D, Patrick Cripps? Ooh. Now, I'm available for the lifeline, and I'm sure I know the answer. They're all very it. good at breaking tackles, all of these guys. Yeah, we'll go BT. Yeah, look. Oh, Brian. I, I'm going to go straight to good. it. Good. Dustin Martin is the man. Dustin, what? No. no doubt about it. He does it. Don't argue. He, he pushes off everyone. No Break. doubt about it in oh. my mind that it's Dustin Martin. You're leading them up the garden path. Righto. What do you reckon, uh, Alex? Uh, yeah, we'll go with him. Martin. Oh, Brian! Yeah, Brian! Righto, <laughs> oh, no, two to go and you get the prizes. The Brisbane uh, Bears. First ever VFL game for Premiership points was back in round one, 1987. Which team did they play against and win? I think. Uh, what uh, Which Who did the Brisbane Bears beat? Round one, 1987. Question wasn't who's, clear, who, but anyway. Who's playing today? <laughs> yes. North. Uh, North Melbourne. Yeah. Hey, all one. right, last one. Oh, I thought you you're trying to wrap me up. No, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Gold Coast Suns Isaac Rankin played his junior football in which state? Uh, was it Western Australia? No. Oh, so good. The Bradbury. Bevan. Bevan just comes in from G Long. Hey, Bev. Yeah, boys, just come back from the Audi sale and car empty. Right. Aldi. Yeah, I know. Where did Isaac Rankin play his junior footy, uh, Bevy? Look, look, look. Oh, I'll take a stab in the dark and say cold to cannons. No. Oh. no. 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 Which state, Bev? You could have. Ewan. Oh, boy. Evan. Evan. Ooh. Oh. Evan Ewan. Come on. Ev- Evan. 
happened to you? Yeah, Bill, I just finished <laughs> meditating. Now I'm listening to the greatest oh. radio segment of all time. Oh, my God. Have a listen to Ev. Ev still meditating. You like that, BT? Gold Coast part. Suns, Isaac Rankin played his junior football in which state? Uh, South Australia. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Response goal Beautiful. balls, the trust, the trust putter goes to Evan. Just used by the winner of the USPGA. That's how good that equipment is, thanks to Az and Benji and the stars at TaylorMade. The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M Rocks Footy. Hey, um, got uh, just some news to get out of you, uh, Purple, in a couple of minutes before we have to go. Yeah, the Melbourne-Collingwood game is going to be interesting uh, this afternoon for a number of reasons, too, after this uh, North Melbourne-Brisbane game. But uh, Maxi Gorn, as we saw during the week, was unavailable. And it does leave the um, the, the Ruck situation pretty interestingly uh, placed, BT, given that now uh, Proust has to come in Proust. to take on... Uh, but that's Brody what he's Gunn. there for, isn't it? Given the yeah. fact he's there as a backup Ruckman. Yeah, but you probably wouldn't ideally want to no. pick up against uh, Brody Grundy. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and also too, Jim, and you've been big on this, uh, and maybe I'll go direct this one to you, Duck. Uh, the fact that Viney's back in today, does that impact the way Angus Brayshaw will be able to be Yes, Ooh, This is not a because... question that's going down well in the footy world at oh, the moment, boy. is it? Do you want to tell well, YVT? No, I don't know. Well, I, I would hope not. I would hope not because it, should. uh, it shouldn't. But it will because no. Brayshaw will why is every, outside. Why is everyone at Melbourne so touchy about this? I don't, I don't know. know. That's I don't a good know. question, yeah, actually. Exactly. Why know. are they so touchy the coaches about it? Well, he's touchy. the one that can kick it. Yeah. Brayshaw is the one that can actually get, kick it. He gets it. He gets it enough. And, and he it kicks off. it well, whereas the other two... It's, Oliver are they a better and team? Viney don't. Are, are they a better team with Brochel in, yes, yes. in the mid? In so, the mid. So where does Viney then play? Because Viney's clearly could you play on the best. wing, could he? Could you Ten. put him on the wing there? And Could you duck? Could you BT? I reckon you could put Brochel on the wing and put Viney in the well, mid. Well, I think what they tried with Viney when he came back from his injury, I think it was last year, they tried to play him as a sort of a defensive forward because he wasn't uh, fully yep. fit. But the one thing about him this year, I will say, he, he is one of the guys that looks a lot fit. He looks like he's in really good nick at the moment. Viney, and he has obviously just come back into the team. But, um, yeah, you know what? It's a tricky one because... It's a touchy uh, question. No, but it's a tricky one because the simple facts are there are other teams that have got multiple on-ballers that get pushed out for whatever reason. I've never known... I I would stay with what's in form right now. Yep. And and and, if, and 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 bring Viney in if something's not going right during the game. Never known a more mundane question to be so sensitive, touchy. Mm. For Coates Hire, it's, it's got a bit of explosiveness about. Whatever you need, our Coates Hire can make it happen. Search Coates Hire today, and for McDonald's Triple M Rocks Footy.